Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Els, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide! All right, we just, uh, <laughs> Jill just yawned. I give that yawn a 10.5. It's still going. All right, what are we, okay, we just saw Widows. Excuse me. <laughs> I was like, I can't just keep I'm sorry, vamping until you finish really yawning. badly timed. Uh, Widows was the movie we saw. Uh-huh. And on the count of three, we will give our one to ten rating. One, two, Three, eight point five. Oh no, Jill! <laughs> I'm sorry, David. Incorrect. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tell me why I'm wrong. Because I was a little bored. So you gave you gave Ocean's Eight a better score than this movie. That is that is horrifying. Yeah, I feel a little bit badly about that. This is like the antidote. To Ocean's Eight, okay. like like you were you were complaining rightfully so. Mm-hmm. That Ocean's Eight was like, let's just do a very bad, poorly written remake of Ocean's Eleven, and instead of actually writing for women, just cast women in these men men like male parts right, with right. some like clothing references. This was real women. What do you do when you're thrown into a situation? Very high stakes. Agreed. And how do you react? And also, it was a story about um, trying to overcome grief, again, under very high stakes. And so I think that any parts that felt slow were just reminding us of the grief component that I think was very important to the story. Because otherwise, it's just a, it's just a you know, paint-by-numbers action flick. Yeah. It was trying to do too much, I thought. It was it was trying to cover every single character's full story, uh-huh. as if every single character was the main character, and I was just getting tired of trying to care so much about every single one of them. I couldn't do it. Uh-huh. And then th- all the topics that they inserted, and it it was getting too much for me. It was like you need to edit this story uh-huh. down. I will admit that the plot uh, was overwrought. Um, there's too many things to try and follow. Like, uh, figure for which, which, like, main story are you going to tell? Like, yeah. I don't mind if you give us a background a little bit on, like, where these women are coming from and who they are. But, like, there's too much going on. It was, like, eight movie plots in one. That's what I felt like. Mm-hmm. And so that it's not that I got bored so much as like it tired me out. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, oh, and he's still alive. Oh, and he's trying to have a new life with this woman and her baby cuz his son died with a police shooting." Another topic. Like it just uh-huh. seemed to be like, "Whoa, whoa, another one. Okay, another thing, another thing, another thing. I can't care about all these things." Uh-huh. I'm sounding so callous right now. 
It might just be my the mood I'm in. <laughs> Not that I'm in a callous mood. What's the mood you're in? I don't know. I think this movie put me in the mood. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, was the sad? Did the sad movie make you sad? It didn't make me sad. No, <laughs> okay. because I was too torn between who to care about. <laughs> I was not, I was, I like, was having trouble being 100, like, I don't know. As, as per usual, the plot doesn't matter a whole lot to me. I, I get your, uh, criticisms about trying to tag a lot of social issues. It just felt, it uh, felt a little indulgent. It felt like a script or a director, I don't know which... Who just couldn't decide. Uh-huh. It's all so good, I can't decide. Mm-hmm. And that just, like, um, diluted it all for me. Uh-huh. So I'm totally, like, you saying all the things that you're saying, you're totally right. I think it's a little bit hard to compare it to Ocean's 8, because that's a totally different movie. Like, an entertaining heist movie. But, this, like, if you... If you just look at the... You know, if you take away the, the mayor, the mayoral race... That is the plot of this movie. I wish I could take out the mayoral race of this movie. <laughs> I mean, but you're right. I, The thing that I think I really did like about the movie was the idea of all these men doing these reckless jobs. They're just destroying the world. Destroying themselves, their, their lives, the world. And then these women left to, like, what are you going to do about it? You know? Uh-huh. It's kind of, you know, I, I, I love stories that are about, like, women in the aftermath of war as uh-huh. well. Because it's like, here's this giant mess. What are you going to do with it? Um, and so I appreciated that. And I appreciated that it was realistic. It wasn't, it wasn't just, like, a fun heist movie. Uh-huh. Of, like, which is how they were selling it in the previews. Yeah. You know, like... Oh man, we're all we're all sad and angry. Let's just pick up where our husbands left off. Yeah. And then it's just basically a heist movie. Right. Um so I appreciate that it that it was much more than that. Um I enjoyed the character the Polish woman. Uh-huh. Um I enjoyed her kinda I have to say, I think I was the most invested in her story. Uh-huh, I agree. And, that, and that's too bad. I like it, and it's a great story. Uh-huh. But it, it shouldn't have been about her. It should have been focused on Viola Davis. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And then the other two women just pale in comparison to their two stories that got so much attention. Uh-huh. The, like, Quinceañera shop owner. Right. And the other woman who... I love that actress, um, but she just kind of confuses me. Her existence. The driver. No. Carrie oh Coon? no, another driver. The other one with the the four month old baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, her, she's there only to have that plot twist. Right. So there are scenes with her that I that I think are just un- totally unnecessary. Uh huh. But it's like, oh, we got to give her something. <laughs> So this had the it, this is kind of similar to the post in that it had way too many talented actors from very prestigious yeah um, you know uh, movies and TV shows that it was quite distracting yeah 
uh, I just kept being like, oh, look who is that? Look who's over there. Right. Look who's over there. <laughs> right. I, w- I would have liked to be a little bit less distracted by like, oh man, that paper boy's being really, right. really mean to that dog. <laughs> right. Um, but so going back to the like why, why the why of this movie? Um, yes. I, I really liked. So I liked the mayoral race because it it showed how 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 many different ways men men can be destructive there's like like well-meaning but ultimately selfish like Colin Farrell um there's uh, power hungry like paperboy <laughs> sorry i don't remember the character's name in this movie <laughs> but the the black mayor black uh, mayoral candidate um there's malicious oh, no. oh thank you wrong exit malicious and um uh, like bloodthirsty, like uh, Daniel Kaluuya from uh, Get Out. Yeah. Um, what are the other men? There's the priest, like the kind of false, false teachers, or like uh, you know, sells to the highest bidder kind of the the preacher there. Mm-hmm. Um, the all all the men, they weren't just like kind of like henchmen men. They were complex in their deviance and. Uh, so I, I enjoyed instead of just them all being the same kind of bad, they explore the problems with masculinity. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I I could have done with f- fewer um, scenes w- or shorter scenes yeah. to demonstrate that. Yeah. But I I really appreciated the intention. You know what? This should have been a series. Yeah, I this agree. This should not have been a movie. It would have been a great series. It would have been a great series. Because then we could have indulged ourselves in every single character's storyline. Yeah. And really endeared ourselves to all of them. Yeah. And you don't have to have... Like, a movie, you need to follow the... the like, who's the character that I'm following here, you yeah. know? At least in this story. I agree with that. Like, a miniseries. Like, a... Yeah, it would have been an awesome one. Style, like, where it... Totally. Feels very complete by the end. Totally. You know, it feels a little bit like The Wire as well. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it feels it, like Steve McQueen saw The Wire. And yeah. Wanted to make his version of it in a movie. Totally. Because then, like, in this movie, for a while, you're going along and you're watching all these long, lengthy dialogue scenes or whatever and learning about all these um, characters' lives. And then you're like, oh, right. Oh, and they're supposedly pulling off a job, which we haven't had, like, any attention paid towards you know like uh-huh. they just reference like we're gonna work we really need to work hard <laughs> ladies we need to catch her up we need to carry we a lot of money we need to carry a lot of weight like <laughs> no no time was spent on it uh-huh. to the point where I honestly thought like wouldn't this be interesting if the if the like theft doesn't actually happen uh-huh. you know like that's not the point the point is like these women struggling with the with what to do uh huh um but no, eventually, eventually, it gets there. And I think if you had it in a like Netflix series <laughs> format, uh-huh. the whole series can be building up to that. Yeah. And they can spend way more time with them. You know, I kind of enjoyed them trying to, like, not knowing what to do, how to buy guns, how to, yeah. you know, that I enjoyed that process. And they had to rush it, uh-huh. I think. And I still have no idea why they were putting dirt in Tupperware containers. 
Um, it was so that they could uh, um, understand how much weight they were carrying to make sure they could do it between all of them. Why not put dirt in a bag <laughs> until the whole bag weighs the amount of the like, money? That's filthy, Jill. They have to use those bags again. Like, I found that ludicrous. <laughs> it may have been like a shout out to motherhood kind of thing. I'm not sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying well, to think about it. I didn't like it. Come up with a, be more creative. Come up with a better way to use Tupperware <laughs> in a heist situation. Uh-huh. I thought like it was going to be some Indiana Jones thing where they were going to have to like replace weight with weight. I started that at first too. And I was like, how clever? Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, it's, they're just wasting so much time uh-huh. measuring certain amounts of dirt into certain containers uh-huh. to then just put all the containers in one big bag. Right. I don't know. I, I feel I'm in a bit of a critical mood right now. I can just tell. <laughs> so I'm going to wake up and feel remorseful uh-huh. that I was being this hard on this movie. Because you're right, I should have liked it more. <laughs> I uh, I thought a lot of the writing... So, there was one monologue that I absolutely hated, which was... Um, uh, the So, Colin Farrell's assistant. Her... her uh, when, we're not, when we're just kind of on the hood of the car, watching them go was, from poverty to... Uh, that to, like, affluence. I, I enjoyed... I enjoyed the direction of the yeah. scene. I thought her performance was really bad, and in the okay. writing of her monologue wasn't very good either. Uh, it just was really overwritten, and uh, like, you gotta toughen up, man. Like, I just, don't like that you don't see her talking until you don't see her talking ever. She's just this maybe that was a choice, but she's just this kind of like background figure. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, she's so intense. Her character is so intense, and we don't even see her talking. Yeah. <laughs> so it feels very. Um, jarring yeah um but i i thought that that scene was still very creatively shot yes that you know it maybe was the wrong dialogue for that scene uh but i i just think the dialogue could have been adjusted yeah because i liked the conversation topic they were having while clearly going through this area of the city and right pulling up to his really fancy place um david i have a camera question Yes. So the camera was clearly mounted to the hood of the car. Yeah. But it still felt like it was free moving, like on a gimbal or something. It's probably on a process trailer. And uh, like so, it was like wobbling around still a little bit. Yeah. So the the cameraman was probably like tied down to the process trailer. Oh, okay. And so that he could he or she could like move freely. So that the trailers the thing that's pulling the car as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, so the, that scene at that uh, had issues. Uh, but a lot of the scenes I was enjoying that they would start with one extreme emotion. And then by the end, they would flip to the other extreme emotion. Um, like Michelle Rodriguez showing up to that architect's wife's home. Uh-huh. And he's like, my wife's dead. You need to leave. And she's like, so she, he's like, you know, upset and, you know, has his guard up. And then she admits that her her spouse died too. 
and they have this moment of vulnerability that turns into passion um and i found that you know it's a, it's a difficult scene to pull off and i thought it was effectively done mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of scenes where yeah it starts off with like slap in the face and it ends with like nurturing like the I mother, see, mother I and, see. um so i and the mom is from twin peaks is that what she's from right I don't think so. Yes. But I, who, who do you think she is? The the mom of the Polish girl. No, but who do you think she is in Twin Peaks? One of the moms. <laughs> so you think she's still mom age 25 years later? Well, she was a much younger mom. I don't think she's from Twin Peaks. I know I know we've seen her in something recently, though. Ah. That, that, again, this movie, I even leaned over to you and was like, who do we know... Uh, Bosch or Bash from. Yeah, I know. Um, he's in a TV series. I, I know that he's not Will Forte, but yeah. he looks like Will Forte. Yeah. And that ke- that kept distracting me from coming up who he... Who he's a he's a bad guy in a TV series. Okay. I, I think it might be Walking Dead. So oh, maybe that's why you didn't well, know who it was. Right. Yeah, they, they, you know, Steve McQueen directed 12 Years a Slave, and then everyone was like, okay, I will make my agent be in whatever he does next. And then... Steve McQueen is like, yes, you are all welcome aboard my arc of this movie. Mm-hmm. And he probably should have told a few of them, like, I think we're too many A-listers uh, high on this. You're going to have to take my next for sure next one. That's a that's a minor critique. <laughs> that's like a it's a good problem to have. Too many good actors. Um, but it's not too many good actors. It's too many recognizable, famous. Yeah, like. Yeah. Kind of particularly hot right now actors. Yeah, that's true. That's when it gets distracting. And right. You might want to tone it down. Right. I think that's a valid criticism. Okay. I I refuse to accept that this was was um, poor quality at any level, and so I think being told this is the wrong medium for a high quality work of art is I can stomach that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because there's just too much good, too much good in original, and and uh, so much care put into this. Um, I think part of my criticism is also having high expectations for it. Okay. Here we go. Women doing roles that men play. Right. You know, how are we going to handle this? Right. But but not just forcing women into those roles and just being like, have fun. Yeah. It, instead, it's like, no, let's. Let's tell a different story because it's women doing these roles. Yeah. Let's reevaluate. All right. Of course, I'm going to go up, <laughs> but not not a whole lot. I'm going to go to a six tops. That's a whole lot. That's tops. What do you mean tops? No more. <laughs> <laughs> what are we negotiating? <laughs> yes. I've got you in. Uh... And negotiating. Like I'm just saying, don't think you can carbine. like slip some more points in in the last five minutes. So Joe was a seven, and we're gonna go. <laughs> Good night, everyone. No. Eight is as far as she'll go, folks. Do not push her any further. <laughs> the score is eight point five from Joe Rigotti. If, if you, I can pretend, if you keep bothering her on social media, like I just saw that we just binge watched eight to ten episodes. <laughs> Then I would say, like, that was great. Uh-huh. But I can't say that. That's a lie. So I'm going to split the difference and say six. Okay. This should have been catered better to the medium, even though it would have probably been missing things that I loved about this so much. <laughs> um, 
So I will go down to a 7.5. You can still love those things so much. Mm -hmm. Good. We're within a successful marriage range, our scores. (sighs) Finally. That was close. That was close. I'm just glad you went up to a 9.5 out of 10. (laughs) Me too. Okay. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 